0: Welcome to China In Focus, I'm Tiffany Meyer. Our top story, Chinese military vowing to crush any Taiwan independence efforts one day before its critical elections. Chinese military-linked vessels reportedly mapping the floor of the Indian Ocean, that data crucial for deploying submarines in the event of war with Taiwan. Japan planning on recruiting more female troops into its military. This as the nation continues to battle threats from China, Russia, and North Korea. And tensions mount in the South China Sea, Indonesia's president meeting with Vietnam on security in the hotly contested waters. New warnings from China a day before Taiwan's pivotal presidential race. Beijing's military vowing to crush any efforts to promote Taiwan's independence. While well, a defense ministry spokesperson said the Chinese military maintains high vigilance at all times. Right now, the race is tight and countries around the world are watching. Taiwan's next president will be faced with walking a very fine line, balancing relations between the island, China and Washington. The Chinese Communist Party sees Taiwan as part of China despite never having ruled it. Washington doesn't have diplomatic ties with the island, though the U.S. is bound by law to provide Taiwan with means to defend itself, often through weapons sales. Taiwan's Defense Ministry said Friday that it detected five Chinese balloons flying over the Taiwan Strait, all within the past 24 hours. One of the aircraft crossed the island. It's the latest in a string of such balloons, the ministry says it's spotted over the past month. The ministry this month accused China of threatening aviation safety and of waging psychological warfare on the island's people through the balloons right before they vote for their next president. A senior White House official is accusing Communist China of meddling in Taiwan's upcoming election. The State Department echoed that statement with the island's vote just one day away.
1: You've been uh, very clear about uh, the, our opposition to outside interference or malign influence in Taiwan's elections. Uh, we also have a deep confidence in Taiwan's democratic process and believe uh, it is for Taiwan voters to uh, decide their next leader.
0: On the condition of anonymity, the White House official said that the Biden administration's foreign policy towards Taiwan will remain the same. That's regardless of which candidate is elected. The official also noted the White House is planning to send an unofficial delegation to Taiwan after the election. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is set to meet with senior Chinese regime official Liu Jianchao in Washington Friday. Liu is the head of the Chinese Communist Party's international department. He once led the regime's so-called Operation Fox Hunt. The U.S. has criticized the program as a form of transnational repression used to target Chinese dissidents. Tactics include pressuring dissidents' families in mainland China and even kidnappings. The Chinese regime considers Taiwan a red line and the most dangerous issue in U.S.-China relations. It warns that any moves toward formal independence by Taiwan would mean conflict with China. Washington has warned the Chinese Communist Party not to interfere in the island's elections and says Beijing would be considered the instigator if it chooses to respond with more military pressure. Moving now to the Indian Ocean, is China studying the waters there to grow its combat capability? A new report says Chinese research vessels are surveying the seafloor of the Indian Ocean. These fleets are tied to the Chinese military. The study said their work could help the Chinese Navy project power into the region. Data on ocean depths and current temperatures are especially useful for submarine operations during conflicts. The report comes from CSIS, a think tank based in Washington, D.C. China hit back, accusing CSIS of manufacturing a China threat narrative. The report found 13 such research vessels are linked to the Chinese military. The ships have docked at Chinese military ports and have at times turned off tracking devices. Another expert added the Indian Ocean would prove critical for a Chinese invasion of Taiwan. China receives a huge amount of crude oil and gas transported through the Indian Ocean. If the energy supply there gets disrupted, then a possible war on Taiwan could grind to a halt. The growing presence of these Chinese vessels are sparking discomfort in India. Last week, its neighbor Sri Lanka refused to allow a Chinese ship to dock. India has expressed concerns that those Chinese vessels are monitoring its waters from Sri Lankan ports. China has the world's largest fleet of civilian research vessels, and they stretch across the globe. CSIS says 80 percent of them have displayed signs that their work is linked to the Chinese military. Staying on the Indo-Pacific, Japan is looking to recruit more women into its military ranks. That's as the nation continues to battle a plummeting birth rate and threats from China, Russia and North Korea in japan's amphibious rapid deployment brigade less than two percent of troops are female the marine unit was first established in 2018 amid escalating tensions in the east china sea soldiers in the ardb are trained to be combat ready from the sea in case of war over the past decade the number of female troops in japan's military has doubled now they make up just under nine percent of the entire japanese self-defense forces Worth noting, Japan remains a key U.S. ally in the Indo-Pacific region. Washington currently operates a number of military bases there. And as China continues to up assertions over Taiwan, Tokyo fears that an invasion would bring consequences to its national security. Meanwhile, on Friday, Japan launched a reconnaissance satellite to monitor military sites in North Korea. The new optical spacecraft is capable of capturing detailed images. Japan began to build up its spy satellite network after a North Korean rocket flew over its airspace in 1988. Its end goal is to spot early signs of possible missile launches. Zooming in on South Korea, a local submarine contractor is getting its conviction overturned by a new ruling. In 2022, marine technology firm S.I. Inotech was found guilty for shipping submarine equipment to Taiwan without approval. But that's no longer the case this Thursday. A South Korean appeals court decided the evidence wasn't strong enough to classify that equipment as military goods, which require export approval. It appears Thursday's ruling will set a precedent for other South Korean firms involved in Taiwan's submarine program, changing the way future cases involving military technology and equipment might be handled. Indonesia and Vietnam are bolstering security ties as Beijing ramps up aggression in the South China Sea. Indonesia's president visited Vietnam for talks Friday. One key part of the conversation is about peace and stability in the hotly contested region.
2: And Vietnam.
0: Lastly,
1: Indonesia and Vietnam have agreed to work together to maintain the region's stability and economy growth.
0: Over 20 percent of global trade passes through the South China Sea. Multiple countries claim parts of the region, but China claims almost all of it. Chinese Coast Guards have rammed Filipino boats and fired water cannons at them. The aggression sought to block the Filipino boats from entering disputed territories. Indonesia and Vietnam also signed deals on fisheries cooperation. Hundreds of thousands of Taiwanese packed final election rallies on Friday, fueled by their passion to support the candidate they believe is the best choice for the island's future. Curious about the faces behind the political fervor? Let's take a look. Thousands
2: of supporters yesterday attended a rally for Taiwan's ruling party the Democratic Progressive Party. Its candidate, William Lai, is Taiwan's current vice president. Beijing wants him out, accusing him of being a separatist.
3: The international community has realized the threat China poses to Taiwan and the international community. In fact, everyone is already preparing to respond. We should strengthen our own strength and unite and cooperate to ensure peace. The Chinese regime sees Taiwan as part of China, despite never having ruled the island.
1: Beijing has framed the election as a decision between war and peace.
2: The presidential hope for the the Kuomintang opposition party slamming William Lai Thursday, accusing him of supporting Taiwan's independence.
3: The risk of his election is much higher than anyone else's, hence in war there cannot be any what-ifs. The risk of war must be reduced to zero. Peace is the only option.
2: China on Wednesday also warned that electing William Lai could bring Taiwan closer to war. William Lai said he would keep the status quo if elected, adding he's open to engaging with Beijing. Host party, Kuomintang, traditionally favors closer ties with China, but denies being pro-Beijing. And now we zoom in on Ke Wen-je, the Taiwan People's Party candidate. Ke on Friday said he's the best choice for Taiwan's diplomacy. He described himself as the person both Beijing and Washington would have no problem with.
0: Over the years, the people of Taiwan have grown tired of the incessant blue-green political strife. They only look after the interests of their parties and ignore the rights and interests of the people.
2: Ka takes a more ambitious stance on China than his rivals. He says his bottom line for dealing with China is that Taiwan's democracy and way of life must be respected. He also stresses that China is Taiwan's most important market.
0: Coming up, a look at Taiwan's presidential candidate from the Kuomintang opposition party. From seasoned police chief to a popular mayor, what's his stance on China? As for Taiwan's ruling party, a closer look at former doctor and current Vice President William Lai. What's on his presidential agenda? And a choice between democracy and dictatorship? How could Saturday's upcoming election results shape Taiwan's future? We welcome Andrew Thornbrook, national security correspondent for the Epic Times, for a breakdown. More on that after the break here on China In Focus. Welcome back to China in Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. A presidential race that could reshape relations between Taiwan, China and the U.S. is just one day away. Now, a look at the background of the candidate representing Taiwan's main opposition party, the Kuomintang. From top police chief to a popular mayor, what's his stance on Taiwan's relations with China? Here's more.
1: KMT4.
4: Kuomintang presidential candidate Hou Yi highlighting his stance on a key issue Thursday
3: during my tenure i will not tackle the issue of unification i will not tackle the unification issue during my tenure
4: ho is referring to the issue of whether taiwan would become part of china beijing uses the term reunified to describe its view of taiwan because it sees the island as part of china that's despite taiwan never having been ruled by the communist regime ho doesn't support taiwanese independence He's also come under criticism for his vague stance on China. Last year, Ho dodged a question on Beijing's One China policy about whether there is only one ruling power in China. Ho said the relationship between the two sides is clear and that it shouldn't be confused, noting it's completely based on the constitution of Taiwan. Ho also said recently that Taiwan's first priority will be preparing for a Chinese invasion. At the same time, he thinks increasing economic cooperation with China is a good way to keep the status quo. Ho also supports reopening dialogue with Beijing to lower risks. The Chinese regime has refused to communicate with the leadership of Taiwan's ruling party for eight years. Ho's party, the Kuomintown, traditionally favors close ties with China, though it also denies being pro-Beijing. The Chinese regime is believed to favor Ho instead of William Lai, current vice president and the candidate of the Democratic Progressive Party. Ho started his career as a successful police officer. He's known for helping arrest high-profile murderers. Ho climbed through the ranks and became the head of the Taiwan's National Police Agency. Switching gears to politics in 2010, Ho became the mayor of New Taipei. He was re-elected as mayor in a landslide election in 2022. His running mate is political commentator Zhao Kang. Zhao supports Taiwan becoming part of China, though he recently shifted that stance, saying he wouldn't hold down to the idea
0: if elected. Taiwan's current Vice President William Lai is leading the polls. He's been known for his staunch defense of the island's sovereignty, something Beijing considers a red line. Here's a closer look at his platform.
1: Lai Ching-te, also known by his English name William Lai, is running for president under the ruling Democratic Progressive Party, or DPP. He's known for his hawkish attitude towards China, but may have seen that position become more subtle now amid his election preparation.
3: The international community has realized the threat China poses to Taiwan and the international community. In fact, everyone is already preparing to respond. We should strengthen our own strength and unite and cooperate to ensure peace. Throughout
1: his career, Lai has been known for his staunch defense of the island's sovereignty despite pressure from China. He recently told AP News that he believes China remains a problem and that the problem needs to be taken care of without sparking conflict. Lai has pledged during his campaign that he'll stick to current President Tsai's path. That means staying open to the possibility of talks with China and maintaining peace and the status quo. At the same time, pledging to defend the island and reiterating that only its people can decide Taiwan's future. Lai was a doctor before he stepped into the political circle. He served as the former mayor of Tainan in southern Taiwan and as premier from 2017 to 2019. He became vice president in 2020 as Tsai's running mate, where they won a landslide victory. At that time, too, they warned of China's threat to Taiwan, pointing to Beijing's crackdown on pro-democracy protests in Hong Kong. Tsai isn't running this year due to term limits, and Lai is expected to take her place. Lai's running mate is Tsai by kim Taipei's former de facto ambassador to the United States. Lai Cao is known for his close ties to Washington and tough attitude toward Beijing. Tune in for our special coverage Saturday as the election results come in.
0: Taiwanese voters will head to the polls tomorrow for an election some are calling a choice between democracy and dictatorship. For analysis on the hugely consequential election, we welcome back Andrew Thornbrook, national security correspondent for the epic Times for Insight. Andrew Thornbrook, thank you so much for joining us. Great to have you back on the show.
3: Oh, Thanks so much for having me, Tiffany. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Now Taiwan's presidential election is down to the wire and it's also getting some buzz here in the us Speaker Mike Johnson saying quote we want to deter the Chinese Communist Party in any military provocations adding the u s. stands with our friends now this comes after China launched a rocket over the island. what's at stake in terms of this election?
3: yeah well a great deal um, Largely, I think this is really being viewed as sort of a referendum on how Taiwan wants to proceed with its relations uh, with the mainland, with the Chinese Communist Party, right? So uh, we've seen for the last several years, as uh, Taiwan has taken a more assertive stance for itself, for its uh, self-determination. Right now, really, we're we're looking at two parties that are are not super— pro-separatism or pro-unification, but uh, do lean quite separately, right? We have the KMT, which is definitely much more in favor of engagement with Beijing, uh, which would really alter the, the geopolitical situation from the United States perspective, of course, in uh, the Indo-Pacific. Uh, with that being said, uh, for the Taiwanese people, there's also a lot of other issues at stake, right? The economy, housing prices, all of these issues are always going to be on the table as well. It's not always about China, but from a national security standpoint, uh, engagement with Beijing is certainly uh, the, the largest uh, factor here.
0: Now, under the Taiwan Relations Act from 1979, the U.S. is bound by law to help Taiwan defend itself. How would that change depending on the results of this election? Say, if the party that is more about the reunification with China, what would happen then?
3: Yeah, so it's up for interpretation. Uh, so it's unlikely that arm shipments would stop to Taiwan. Uh, the case- KMT, in recent years, uh, particularly since uh, Xi Jinping has come to power, has uh, pulled back a little bit on unification talk. They are certainly still uh, pro-engagement with Beijing, but we've had a number of legislators now, former legislators from KMT, say that they are not uh, pro-CCP, specifically because of the authoritarian policies. of. Xi Jinping and how they they've seen what's happened in Hong Kong, right? They've seen firsthand what this sort of super super open engagement and unification with the regime looks like, and so I do think armed shipments from the U.S. would continue. Uh, we would, but uh, you know how the KMT would deal with that is still up for interpretation. Beijing, of course says that they're illegal and that the United States shouldn't be shipping arms to its territory, of course. So it could uh, certainly could have some effect.
0: Andrew Thornbrook, thank you so much for your time.
3: Thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: That's all for today's China in Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. If you have any feedback on the show or have something you'd like to see us cover, send us an email at ChinaInFocusNTD.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for watching. See
1: you tomorrow. Taiwan is ushering in a new president. The three-way race, touted as a choice between freedom and dictatorship, shadowed by threats of war with the Chinese regime promising to crush independence. Will the island's ruling party keep its power and strong ties to the West, or will the opposition or wildcard parties pull out a victory? Plus, What do island's politics mean for the American way? Join us here tomorrow at China in Focus for special election coverage, 1 p.m. and 6.30 p.m. Eastern.